It's a blessing to be here this morning with you all. And yeah, I'm still still bummed that we weren't here last Sunday. Um, I don't know if someone has something um, that's burning on their hearts, but as we jump into what God laid on my heart, I'd be very open. If someone has a testimony of what God has done uh, the last two weeks in your life that you want to briefly share, um, I'm all about it. So um, I'll just give opportunity for that. Um, I was, I was praying leading into this week and throughout this week. Um, and then specifically Friday night when I was praying, it was kind of a, um, I felt like God kind of got a kick out of me, which I think it's, I think God's kind of like that. I'm there saying, God, what are you trying to, what are you doing? What do you, what have you been doing? And, and I felt like God sort of chuckled and he's like, um, I'm always working. I'm always doing just because you're gone, you know, um, like basically I'm the one that was behind and God's like, uh, you know, get with, figure it out. I'm, I'm always working in people's lives. Um, and I'm like, of course you are God. Um, it was, it was good, but yeah. Anybody have something you want to grab a mic and just share? What is God doing? What has he been saying? Um, I know we had an intense, um, weekend, I guess about two weeks ago and, um, and then we kind of left real quick, like, and we're gone for a week. Um, if you don't have anything now, that's fine. Maybe towards the end, but um, yeah, I just want to say that I'm excited for the journey that God has us on individually and corporately. And I'm excited for what he's doing um, and what he's done. And I know that he is um, blowing upon each one of us um, with his fresh wind and his fresh fire. And I'm excited for that. Um, this morning, I want to bring a message a bit. Um, definitely, it's going to be about faith. Um, it's also going to be somewhat about unbelief. And this morning, my prayer is that wherever you find yourself this morning, it would be able to strengthen you, um, maybe reprimand you a little bit, but mostly encourage us as we desire to press into what God has for us. Um, I believe that many, many times um, we pull back from what God has for us because of lack of faith or because of unbelief. And my prayer this morning is that faith would continue to arise in our hearts. I don't care where you find yourself on your journey with the Lord, on your journey with desiring more of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, it's going to be a journey of faith and there will be times when doubts come in, times when unbelief wants to come and knock on the doors in our lives and try to put down what God is doing. So this morning, um, as I look at this subject of faith, um, I think specifically of a story uh, that's in several of the gospels, but we're going to look specifically in um, Mark chapter five this morning. And I love the, the, the faith in action that we see in Mark chapter five. Um, 
familiar story that we, we know. Mark 5, and we'll start reading um, in verse 24. Um, Jesus is on his way to go heal, or actually he ended up raising her from the dead, Jairus' daughter. Initially she was sick, and as he was going, um, we know the story that she passed away. Verse 24 says, And he went with him, and a, and a great crowd followed him, Jesus, and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she had been healed of her disease. And Jesus perceived in himself that power had gone from him and immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched me? Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Uh, we'll stop reading there. Um, very familiar story of this woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. But the part that I really want to focus in on is this woman's faith. And I believe that as we look at wanting to go on to the next level, whatever that is, what God has for us as believers and as a church, I think it's very, very easy for us to pull back in unbelief or pull back and not actually have faith at work, not actually let our faith be activated or arise inside of our hearts. Um, this woman was in a terrible situation, 12 long years. Um, it talks about physicians. She had spent all of her money. Terrible situation. I can't imagine, you know, it's one thing to spend all your money if you actually get healed or you get whole from the, the from whatever the sickness that you are in. But here she found herself not even a little bit better, but actually worse after the 12 years, after the all the money being spent on physicians. And so what a terrible situation she found herself in. But the good news is that she had heard about Jesus. She had heard what Jesus was doing. And I love the way it says, um, she said, um, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. She knew that, again, according to the Jewish laws and, and all of those things, she had to basically be hiding in her house and she couldn't go out and about. But she said, if I can just touch his garment, I don't need a big deal. I don't need Jesus to even say anything to me. If I just touch his garment, I will be made well. I will be made whole. And you see the faith that she had. And it wasn't just faith 
uh, sitting in her house saying, well, I got to stay in my house. And I guess if Jesus wants to heal me, maybe he's going to knock on the door. But she actually got up with whatever little strength she had. She had had an illness for 12 years. I picture her weak and sickly, even just from staying inside um, all those years. She took the little strength that she had and she's, she believed in faith. And she said, Jesus, I've heard about Jesus. If I can just touch his robe, if I can just touch his garment, I will be made whole. And I just love the picture of faith in action that this woman gives to us through this story. And she proceeded to do that. She proceeded to, in the crowd, find her way. And it didn't matter that there was a crowd and they were thronging Jesus. She somehow found her way to just be able to touch his garment. And we know the story as we read it, that immediately her sickness was gone. Immediately her disease, whatever was going on with this issue of blood, it was done. It was over. The 12 years of misery, the 12 years of seeking help over in just that one touch. And it's a beautiful thing what Jesus did for this woman. And I think it's amazing how even when this happened, Jesus called, called her out and said, hey, hold on, who touched me? And the disciples from a very human perspective are like, Jesus, I mean, there's hundreds of people or whatever it was behind him. It's like, <laughs> everyone's bumping into you, like, come on. But this was a different touch. And it had to do with the faith that this woman had. There were many other people that bumped into Jesus as they were thronging him, as they were moving that day towards Jairus's house to go and raise Jairus's daughter from the dead. There were many people thronging him and touching him. But the only person that received healing was this woman because she had a reason, she had faith. There was, it wasn't an accidental touch. It wasn't just something that she bumped into him. There was faith in her heart and she knew Jesus is going to heal me if I can just touch his garment. And I don't know how long it took her in the throng to finally touch his garment, but I, I can kind of picture maybe it was a little bit of a process, but she didn't give up. She said, if I can only touch his garment, I will be made whole. And the amazing part is Jesus, when he saw her, he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. He blessed her. He honored that faith. And so this morning, as we look at faith in our own hearts, as we look at what God has been doing in our lives, this morning, my prayer is, through these moments that we have together, that God would allow faith to arise in our hearts, that God would help us to be willing to do brave things as a church, as individuals in our life, and in our pursuit of all that God has for us. I believe that there, some here have touched the hem of Jesus' garment in a special way, even in the last couple of weeks. And I bless and honor you in that journey. I bless and honor the faith that it took to, maybe it was come up front and pray. Maybe it was asking for prayer. Uh, maybe it was even last Sunday coming forward and asking God for another touch. And I believe that 
um, God does honor that, that when we step out in faith, and I wanna bless each of you who have exercised yourself in that. But I also wanna say this morning that God is wanting to do more. So don't pull back in faith. Maybe some of you, you stepped out in faith and it didn't work out the way you pictured it working out. Things didn't happen quite the way you pictured they were going to happen. You know, many times, we hear someone's story or testimony, and I want to bless the testimonies that um, happened last Sunday that I want to blow on them because testimonies stir faith in someone else's heart. But many times when we hear a testimony of somebody's journey with God and in the Holy Spirit, or maybe we hear about what happened in the book of Acts or what happened to whoever, Many times we kind of want to package that up and think, okay, well, if I do these three steps, then God's going to meet me in that way, or the Holy Spirit will come and it's going to feel this way or that way. Um, but I want to encourage us that don't package it up. Don't try to, don't try to um, figure it out. Just continue to pursue what God has in faith. He loves to give good gifts to his children. And I think many times we have something in our mind and then God comes and kind of hits us and it's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting this or I was desiring this gift. And all of a sudden we find ourselves, you know, and we have the gift of healing and it's like, well, I was wanting prophecy, but okay, God, here we go. And we flow in whatever that gift that he gives us. Um, and we walk in faith with that gift that he gives us. So my, my prayer for us this morning is that we would continue to press into faith, not pulling back in unbelief, but rather pressing in to faith and being willing to take bold steps and do bold things. This woman in this story was very, very bold. It was out of line with the culture. It was out of line with maybe the law, the, the, the Jewish law for her to come out in public with what she had going on. And probably she was afraid of the ridicule and getting sent home. But she said, no, if I can just touch, I don't need to make a big deal. I'm not even gonna talk to Jesus. All I need to do is touch his garment and I will be made whole. And that is her faith in action. And I just want to bless um, most of you, maybe all of you, for your faith that has action. Um, I, I saw that a couple weeks ago. And from what I've heard, that has continued. And I wanna honor you and bless you for that. Continue to put action to your faith. It's one thing to pray a prayer. It's another thing to continue to walk in that and say, okay, God, maybe I didn't look exactly how I thought it was supposed to look, but God, I'm gonna to continue to press in. I'm gonna to continue to believe that you're doing something good in my life. You know, for some people, things happen really quick. For other people, it's a process. Don't be afraid of the process that God has you on. The Holy Spirit wants to come and infill us and empower us. And I just want to bless the hunger and also want to bless the faith you know, faith is, in this moment, this woman's faith, she reached out and touched and just one touch of the healer's garment in faith, she's clean, she's healed, she's free. Faith is not cliche. It's not just a wish. It's not a magic potion, but faith, faith is hoping and desiring and wanting. Faith is action. Um, it is knowing that what we are seeking 
will happen or will be done. And today, obviously, our faith must be in Christ. Don't put your faith in anybody but in him. But I believe here in this context, our faith is looking to him. So I wanna encourage us to continue to have faith in a good, good father who loves to give good gifts to his children. Um, This morning, we know the verse, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe also faith can come from the spirit of the Lord. Faith touches God. Faith makes God happy. He delights when we reach out in childlike faith and say, God, I'm desiring this. It delights his heart. It brings joy to the heart of God the Father. Faith is like a key that unlocks the heart of God and leads to us finding deliverance. Um, Many, many times throughout the Old Testament, uh, I think of Hebrews 11, which we're gonna read, I guess, in a couple weeks, about through faith, the people who did all of these things. And I wanna challenge us this morning, here this morning, what is it that God is wanting you to do through faith? What is it that you feel a little bit shy to believe God is able to do it in your life? What is it that God has put upon your heart or even just a stirring, like a a spiritual stirring in your heart that is there? And you're like, can I even pray that prayer? Should I even ask for that? Sometimes people, I've heard people say, well, I mean, God is good. So, I mean, I don't wanna be, you know, discontent. I don't wanna be discontent either. But when God is, putting a desire in our hearts when we see in God's word that there is more for us to enter into as believers. It's not discontent for us to say, God, yes, give me. I want all that you have for me, Father. Um, I believe it's beautiful to be happy and content where you are, but yet desiring with all of your passion for more, that you would enter into more. You know, we, we, when we think of the children of Israel in the Old Testament, they were okay. They were doing all right where they were, but God had promised them the promised land. And so they were not, some of them were a little too content, those who died the 40 years. But at the end, there was a stirring and a desire in the children of Israel to enter into that promised land. You know, they could have just said, well, it's, it's okay. We, we got a decent life here. Uh, in the wilderness, it could be better, but it could be worse. At least we have manna. At least we have, you know, all these things that, that, that they had. They were, life was okay. But God had put a desire in their hearts for the promised land because he had promised he would lead them into that. So this morning, what has God put in your heart? What desires are stirring in your heart? Maybe these last couple of weeks, maybe it's been 10 years of stirring that God has been stirring in your heart press into faith. And I wanna encourage you to put action to that faith. Don't just say, well, that'd be nice and maybe one day, but what steps can you take? This lady touched the hem of Jesus' garment. This lady got out of her comfort zone and went to an uncomfortable place and went and touched Jesus and she received her healing. She received the desire of her heart. And this morning, what is the desire of your heart this morning? Jesus wants to answer that. He wants to fulfill. He wants to give you the desire of your heart. I think we're familiar with the children of Israel and the way they pulled back in unbelief. You know, Joshua and Caleb went along with the other spies and 
The 12 of them went and they all saw the promised land. They all saw Canaan. They saw the grapes. They saw the, the amazing land that it was. But 10 of them focused on something different. They focused on the giants. They focused on the walled cities and it became a negative thing. They came back and instead of saying, wow, let's go and possess this land. God has promised this. Let's put action in our faith and let's go and do what God has promised. Let's go and possess this land. They pulled back in unbelief. And I'm gonna just um, read briefly a little bit from Hebrews chapter three, talking about um, unbelief. We, uh, we know um, we won't read all of this, but it talks about the, the children of Israel and the way they pulled back. Um, let's start reading Hebrews 3. Let's start reading in verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers were fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their hearts. They do not know my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another day, every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, for we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. It goes on, um, let's see, let's jump down. Verse 18, and to whom did he swear that they should not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to fail, to have failed to reach it. For the good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we have believed, for we who have believed enter the rest, as he said. We'll pause reading there. Um, so I know this is specifically talking about the rest for the children of Israel, and then it's speaking of rest for us as a people of God. But I do believe that when we see something new, when we see what God wants to do in our midst, when we see that there is more in the kingdom of God than maybe what we currently experience. There's something that can rise in our hearts, just like the spies. And we say, yes, God, bring it on. I wanna see more of that at Restoration Church. I wanna see the Holy Spirit flowing and moving. And then at times there's a tendency when we pray and maybe it doesn't, we don't see something happen quite how we pictured it happening, or maybe not on our timeline, we can pull back in the same way that the children of Israel pulled back. And we kind of harden our heart, maybe not even realizing it, but we sort of say, well, I guess I'll just have to do like I've always done, same old, same old. And um, we pull back. And this morning, my prayer is that faith would continue to arise in our hearts, that we would be men and women of faith, that we would put action to our faith, 
It's not just something that's out there because this morning when we have faith, it's faith in a living God. It's faith in a God who loves to give good things to his children. So this morning, don't go. Don't allow the enemy to sow unbelief in your heart. Maybe you've prayed bold prayers and maybe you feel like those prayers haven't been answered. Don't be afraid to pray those prayers again. Don't be afraid to come, keep on knocking and keep on knocking and keep on knocking. It is God loves to give good gifts to his children. And I do believe he wants to fill us as a church and as individuals with more of himself. And I'm excited for what he has done and the ways he has done that. But maybe this morning you feel like you're someone who maybe has not seen things work out the way you had hoped, or maybe the prayer that you had prayed has not yet been answered. Don't draw back to unbelief, but rather this morning, press in in faith, knowing that God has given you these desires. He has put the desire for more of himself inside you. Don't be afraid to ask. Maybe it's healing that you have desired, physical healing, spiritual healing, mental healing, emotional healing. And maybe you have not seen that healing take place. Don't be afraid to come and ask again. I feel like many times um, the, the verse says, we have not because we ask not. And I think sometimes we think that just because we asked once, then it means that we are not supposed to have. And I don't believe that's true. I believe God delights to give, especially to his children who continue to ask. You know, this morning we're not asking for something carnal. We're not asking for, you know, the biggest house in the neighborhood. We're talking about spiritual things. We're talking for a greater infilling of the Holy Spirit. We're talking that, asking that the gifts that God wants to put inside each one of our hearts would be activated. That his, that the, the, the anointing, the call on our lives would be activated and we would go out and be able to have make a difference in the world around us. You know, there are many people lying in darkness and here we have the light, but yet many times we're not sure how to go and touch them. We're not sure how to go and reach out. We feel like we lack power many times. This morning, if you find yourself in that situation this morning, don't pull back. Don't go to unbelief. Don't allow yourself to say, well, I guess it is just how it is. And I guess it's never going to change. Continue to press in and pray those bold prayers. Um, I do believe you are going to receive as you continue to ask. I do believe that God wants to give you these good things. A couple um, differences between faith and unbelief, and this is something that uh, John Bunyan actually wrote. So I'll see if I can manage his old English a little bit. Um, faith believe. Faith believes the word of God, but unbelief questions the certainty of the same word of God. Faith believes the word because it is true, but unbelief doubts because it is true. Faith sees more in a promise of God to help than in all other things to hinder. But unbelief, notwithstanding God's promise, says, how can these things be? Faith will make a sea love in, in the heart of Christ when with his mouth he gives reproof, but unbelief 
will imagine wrath in his heart when his mouth and when with his mouth and word he says he loves us faith will help the soul to wait though god defers to give but unbelief will take huff and throw up all if god makes us tarry faith will give comfort in the midst of fears but unbelief causes fears in the midst of comfort faith will suck sweetness out of god's rod but unbelief can no comfort in great in his greatest mercies faith makes great burdens light but unbelief makes light ones intolerably heavy faith helps us when we are down but unbelief throws us down even when we are up faith brings us near to god when we are far from him but unbelief puts us far from God when we are near to him. When faith reigns, it declares men to be the friend of God. But when unbelief reigns, it declares them to be his enemies. Faith puts a man under grace, but unbelief holds him under wrath. Faith purifies the heart, but unbelief keeps it polluted and impure. By faith, the righteousness of Christ is imputed to us but by unbelief, we are shut up and under the law. Faith makes our work acceptable to God through Christ, but whatever is of unbelief is sin, for without faith it is impossible to please him. Faith gives us peace and comfort in our souls, but unbelief works trouble and tossing like the restless waves of the sea. Faith makes us see preciousness in Christ, but unbelief sees no form, beauty, or comeliness in him. By faith, we have our, we have our life in Christ's fullness, but by unbelief, we starve and pine away. Faith gives us the victory over the law, sin, death, the devil, and all evil, but unbelief lays us anxious to them. Faith will show us more excellent excellency in things not seen than in them that are seen. But unbelief sees more in things that are seen than the things that are to be hereafter. Faith makes the ways of God pleasant and admirable, but unbelief makes them heavy and hard. By faith, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob possessed the land of promise, but because of unbelief, Aaron, Moses, and Miriam could not go into the promised land. By faith, the children of Israel passed through the Red Sea, but by unbelief, we see they perished in the wilderness. By faith, Gideon did more than 300 men and a few empty pitchers than all the 12 tribes could do because they believed not God. By, by faith, Peter walked on water, but by unbelief, we see he began to sink. So I don't know where you find yourself this morning, if there's faith strong in your heart, or maybe if there's some wavering. But my prayer this morning is that our faith would be strong in Christ and that our faith, that faith would continue to arise in our hearts. Um, that's what God put on my heart this morning. Just an encouragement and an admonition to, if there is unbelief starting to be in your heart. Maybe this week as you were living and walking and you just felt like kind of normal, kind of 
everyday humdrum and you're saying, God, I'm asking you for more. What's going on, God? Why am I not experiencing more of your Holy Spirit power, anointing, and gifting in my life? Maybe if you felt like that this morning uh, or this week, maybe you need to repent and say, God, forgive me for my unbelief and lead me to take bold steps of faith. Maybe this morning you need to take a bold step of faith. Maybe you need to step out and, and, and maybe it's come to the front and say, God, I am, I'm going to continue to walk in faith. Um, I'm not going to pull back. I'm not going to believe the lies that the enemy wants to bring. You know, sometimes it's our own unbelief, but I also believe many times it's the enemy who wants to come and put unbelief in our hearts. And I feel I felt that many times in my own life. Um, even this past week, it felt very, um, it was definitely a catch-up week from being gone for a week. And it felt very busy and it felt very mundane and it felt very just pedal to the metal to catch up. But yet I know that God wants to do and wants to give and I step out in faith this morning, believing that he wants to continue to give us as believers here, good gifts. So may faith arise in our hearts this morning. Um, as I wrap this up, why don't we pray and then um, see, what, see what God has from there. Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you this morning for who you are. Lord, thank you that you are a good, good father. Father, thank you that you love to give good gifts to your children. And Lord, I just pray this morning for each one here in this building. I pray, God, that faith would continue to arise in our hearts. I pray specifically against unbelief. I pray, God, for um, a, a renewed quickening in our inner man, Lord, that we would reach out and continue to believe and hold on to your promises, hold on to what you have promised that you want to give us as believers. Lord, I just pray, God, that you would um, continue your work. Do not allow the enemy to bring in unbelief. I pray, God, if there's any here this morning who feel like they have pulled back and have uh, been going down a road of unbelief, Lord, I pray you would bring conviction and I pray there could be repentance. And Lord, we could enter into all that you have for us. Father, thank you that you are good and you are doing good things in our midst. And Lord, we just desire to continue to see that happening. Lord, I pray for a boldness in our faith, Lord, that we would not uh, just stay in our comfort zones, but we would take bold steps in faith and not be afraid to ask again. Lord, thank you for the hunger that you have put inside of our hearts to know you more and to go into all that you have for us. And I pray, God, that we would um, that we would be okay with that hunger, God, because it's something that you gave us. Uh, it's not something that we are, um, we're, it's not that we're being discontent to hunger more for you, Lord. Thank you that you put that hunger inside of us. And I pray, Lord, that uh, we would continue to hunger, continue to seek you in faith. And Lord, you've promised that we will receive. So I thank you for that this morning. 
Uh, bless us in this time as we, as we wrap up here today, Lord, and may your kingdom come and may your will be done in each of our lives here. In Jesus' name, amen.